Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Let's Get Snagging. If you are in the process of buying or have bought a new build property, then this podcast is for you. My name is Ian and I run Lively Professional Services Limited, a new build snagging company. But before we get going, I would just like to say a big thank you to everyone who has downloaded my podcast. I hope you have enjoyed them and thank you. In this episode, let's talk about quality in new build homes. I'm going to start this podcast with something that has happened this week, which you might find interesting and is relevant to today's podcast. I snagged a house in the Lake District near to Keswick. It was a small development of seven houses, the majority of which are what's best described as terraced houses. The quality of the house was not particularly good and there had been little or no attention to detail. The decoration in particular was poor and there was a number of significant issues with the house. The kitchen floor had a hollow in it and it was not level and therefore out of tolerance. There appeared to be missing fire stopping on the party wall in the roof space and the soil in the front garden was halfway up a small picket fence. My customer passed my report to the developer who took exception to some of the issues I had raised and gave me a call. He did not agree with my summary that the house had been finished to a poor standard and thought there was nothing wrong with the decoration. He questioned why I said the garden fence post needed to be cut at a 45 degree angle to let the water drain off the tops of the post, which would stop them from rotting. His reason why they had not been cut on an angle was, why do you not think farmers cut the fence posts on an angle? I found this a strange analogy. I said, you're not a farmer, you're a developer and fencing contractors cut the top of their posts at an angle for drainage. His response was prior and just goes to show his argument was well I am a farmer and I have never cut fence posts on an angle in my life he then went on to argue about the fire stopping stating that it had been signed off by the warranty provider and building control I asked him to double check it was installed correctly at which point the conversation got heated and I ended it there. I thought you might find that of interest. Yes, he was a small developer, but that is no excuse for poor workmanship or quality, which leads me nicely into this podcast. Quality in new build homes. Google says the latest definition of quality is conformance to customers' expectations. This new definition makes customer satisfaction even more central to delivering quality. How interesting that this definition puts customer satisfaction as the main driver in delivering quality. Looking at the NHBC standards, the NHBC states in its standards 2023, the standards help builders and developers deliver the highest possible quality new homes while facing some emerging technical challenges and opportunities such as off-site manufacture and sustainability. New homes built today will be with us for generations. So, as well as being high quality, safe and comfortable, they must also be sustainable. Okay, so we have two definitions of what quality stands for but how does this look in reality most professional snagging companies will state somewhere either in their web page bio or in the sales literature stating that they are there to make sure you get the quality of new build home you deserve or have paid for I have to agree we're guilty of this just like the rest of them delivering quality should be the goal of every developer no matter their size or the number of units they build forget if they have five star status or not this is the industry patting itself on the back because the companies with five stars are deemed to be the best and as such will get more sales through having five stars they covet this and do not like losing their five star status and all this firsthand because i have been in enough build sales meetings throughout my career discussing customer surveys to know how important it is to developers i have also witnessed how they manipulate some surveys if they think they're going to get a bad survey 
from a customer. This is because one bad survey takes 10 good surveys to wipe it out. No developer wants this. They also need 90% satisfied customer surveys to achieve their five-star status. Another reason why developers don't like bad surveys is because they are bonused on their results, along with other key performance indicators, such as the number of houses built, health and safety, etc. Okay, back to the issue of quality. Where does quality start on site and how is it managed? Quality on your development starts on day one. Even before a bucket has broken ground, it starts at the planning stage and finishes when the development is completed and the developer has moved onto the next site. Through the planning process, subcontractors and trades will be sourced and appointed to construct your new home. It starts with the groundworks contractor who is appointed to install the infrastructure, such as roads and sewers. There may even be the same groundworks subcontractors who build the foundations ready for the bricklayers to start superstructure. Some Developers have quality control checklists in place where each subcontractor has to fill out and sign the checklist to say they have followed it and their work is to the desired standard and quality. The site manager is then supposed to go with the subcontractor, walk around his work to sign the sheet off and agree that the work has been completed satisfactorily. In reality, what really happens is the subcontract's foreman or contracts manager will turn up to site, get all the books out which cover his work for the week, make himself a brew and sit down and fill them out. He will then present them to the site manager to sign and then he will take a copy and submit it to the developer's quantity surveyor for payment. You might as well just chuck the checklist in the bin. It has no value when it comes to quality and is purely a tick sheet exercise so the subcontractor can get paid. What should happen is a site manager and subcontractor should take the checklist out on site and go through it agreeing if the work has been completed to a satisfactory standard and then together they should sign it off. If the work is not to standard or the desired quality then the checklist should not be signed off by the manager. So if your developer tells you they have a quality checking system in place and the house has been signed off by the warranty provider take it with a pinch of salt. As an example, let's look at the NHBC key stage inspections. These are number one, foundations. This is the foundation trench, not the brickwork or the slab. Number two, drainage inspection. Now they only carry this out if they are doing building control. Superstructure, this is the brickwork and blockwork or if they are using a timber frame up to roof and the pikes. Number four, pre-plaster. Pre-plaster is the first fixed stage so all joinery, plumbing and electrical wiring are in place for the inspector to check. And number five, final inspection or CML as it's referred to. This is a walk around the house to make sure it is to a habitable standard. So there, there we have five key stage inspections. How long do you think these five stage inspections take in total? They probably only take between 40 minutes and one hour in total. That's right, 40 minutes to one hour to inspect all of these five key stage inspections. This is because each stage is prepared ready for the inspection and before the site manager calls out the inspector to sign off each stage, he has thoroughly checked it. One of the reasons for this is the site manager is again bonused on the number of reportable items he gets. So they don't want any reportable items in the book because it's going to cost them money. We get asked a lot and I would love to get a pound for every time I'm asked this question. Who is the best developer? Well here's the answer to that question. None of them. They're all the same. If you look at it this way, developers are more like management companies. They probably only directly employ four people on any development. These are the site manager, the assistant site manager, the salesperson and possibly the 
forklift driver. The rest of the trades on site are subcontractors. You might be asking if this is the case, then who is responsible for the build quality on site? Again, the answer to this is your site manager. He has the responsibility to make sure your new home is built to the correct standard and quality. Delivering it on time is another story, and I should do another podcast about it, given the number of times our dates move to carry out inspections. The best way to describe this is it's more like a lottery. If you get a good site manager, who cares? And has the ability and experience to deliver a quality product, then you are on to a winner. On the other hand, if you don't get a good site manager, one who doesn't care, then you're going to get exactly that. A new home that is not built to standard or quality because he doesn't care. It really does fall down to the site manager as to what quality of new build home you are going to get. It is the site manager's responsibility to check the quality of workmanship. And if he or she is not happy with it, then they should make the tradesperson do it again until the work is to an acceptable standard. The problem we see daily when we are snagging our customers' new homes is no one is checking, or the majority of site managers and assistant site managers aren't. There are sites which we go to, and in reality, it's a pleasure to go and inspect their houses because we know both ours and their customers are getting a good house. Developers need to look hard at the quality of new build homes they are producing because there is some serious room for improvement. You are never going to get perfection because it doesn't exist. And before you start saying it does, each person's idea of perfection will be different. What is perfect for one person won't be perfect for the next person, and so on. But what can be done about the quality of new build homes in the UK today? How's this for a statement? Here we go. Each and every site manager has the ability to put professional snagging businesses out of business. Think about it. If every new build home developer built the home to an excellent standard, there will be no need for professional snaggers. The problem is they will never achieve it, no matter how many checklists they put in place. If the person doing the check-in does not do it or doesn't know what an excellent standard looks like, then we are back where we started. Poor quality houses and unhappy new build home buyers. I started this business to make a difference. Make a difference in the quality of new build homes being handed over to new build home buyers. After five years, are we making a difference? I believe we are. At least on some developments, what I am seeing is on some of the sites where we have been snagging houses a few times we are noticing some of the issues we raised are no longer there because the site team have picked up on it and improved i have also had managers and trades come up to me and ask what i have found when snagging one of their houses because they are proud of what they have built and truly want to improve and hand over a quality product i've also had site managers and assistant site managers who have watched my youtube videos and told me quite categorically you won't find any of them on this site brilliant absolutely brilliant We are now making a difference. There is a long way to go as not all site teams have this attitude. For the ones that do, I salute you. Well done. For the ones that don't, they need to take a long, hard look at what some of the better site managers are producing and they need to improve. They need to think about the end user, your customer, who are paying large sums of money to buy your houses. And they need to ask themselves, would you be happy with the house you are about to hand over? If not, what are you going to do about it? I would like to thank you for listening to today's podcast. Don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already. Please leave a review. It really does help. Could I also ask, if you were a member of the Facebook group on your development, would you be kind enough to let the group know about the podcast as other new build home buyers might find it useful? If there is anything you would like me to cover, or have a question, then please drop me an email to socials at services. don't forget, or one word, .co.uk. And if you want to know more about what we do or would like more information, you can visit our website at services.co.uk. So until next time, thank you for listening to this podcast. See you soon. Mm-hmm.